listening to Fresh Take. You are listening to the Fresh Take Network. With the Senator. That's right. It's the OG2 coming to bring you the Super Bowl the right way. Senator, what's up? What's happening? What's happening? I missed, uh, honestly, to tell you the truth, guys, I'm 100% transparent. I fell asleep and woke up, and these guys were almost done the pod. And I was like, oh, when we did the AFC one, yeah. The AFC one. So I, I think that was the only one I missed for the entire year. Yeah, we didn't do one last week. Yeah. So I had yeah. to make sure I came on here for the for the Super Bowl. I, I full transparent for me, I could I I don't know how much of this I am going to probably watch bits and pieces of this game. I am really not looking forward to this game. And as much as I love football, man, I hate the Super Bowl so much, so much. Honestly, to tell you the truth, if you if you. If you enjoy football, you have to watch the game. I know yeah, for I you, will. it's, it's just, like a, it's, just a, it's like a bias. It's a Sophie's but, choice, man. Yeah, but at the same time, it's arguably the top team this entire season. Yeah, against the defending the team that got hot when they needed to get hot. There was yeah. a lot of questions about them throughout the entire year, and yeah. When time counts, that's when you see who's a superstar and who's not, right? Yeah, well, let's talk about really quickly how we got here. Um, so any thoughts on the Ravens and the KC game? Uh, for me, what this playoff is showing was we had a, and I don't, I'm like, I'm not really the one to be like, I'm right about something, but I feel like this playoffs alone has showed you why when I told you that Travis Kelsey is still the best tight end in the game, why he's still the best tight end of the game. Like there's some people that perform when there's, when it's the lights are bright. Uh, regular season yeah, and there's others that perform when the lights are bright. And Travis Kelsey had an amazing game past Jerry, Jerry Rice, right? Yeah. <laughs> past Jerry Rice. Like they just, it's just that time. Ravens, I don't know what the Ravens were doing that game. Yeah, I don't know. Um, like, I think their game plan was to kind of make Lamar look like Tom Brady instead of letting Lamar look like Lamar. And that defense, that KC defense really stepped up when they needed Man, to. Man, it was like, good. It was good. But it's really not that difficult when all you're going to do is pass the ball, right? Like yeah. if, like, they were the one of the worst run, rush defenses this entire season. And Ravens ran six times with their running backs. Like, yeah, I mean, how good did Dalvin Cook look like the week before then, and then they didn't even use him really? Yeah, like it just it just didn't make any sense to me. The game plan just no. didn't make any sense to me. So, um, but that's also a part of being 
getting that championship DNA, right? It's yeah. knowing when to call plays, and that's what they did. So you gotta give you gotta give KC credit. I agree. I agree. I got you know, it's a good game plan by them. I think there was times when Lamar, you know, didn't have the greatest passes. I mean, the taunting one on Zay Flowers was a little bit wild. Yeah. Still don't really understand that, but and I mean for the Ravens too. I wonder if they missed their window because of how, I mean, they could be back next year, no doubt. But I just look at that AFC right now before a draft and free agency. And the only teams I can say for sure, I don't think right now are mm-hmm. in the playoff race are the Titans and the Pats. So here's a, here's a crazy thing about it. I don't think that they missed their window because I think that with this off season, I mean, with this, um, with the regular season, there might this might have really attracted people to come there, right? Like you mm-hmm. might be able to attract some free agents, and and Baltimore is really good with drafting. Mm-hmm. So if they you, are, if you grab a couple of free agents that are really going to help your team, and you draft as well as you normally draft, like they have they have the potential to come right back. Like I yeah. told my friend who's a Ravens fan, I said to her that I may put money on them making the Super Bowl next year. Wow. But I don't think that they're gonna make the same mistakes again. And I may and like I said, I think that they might draft pretty well. I think they might sign a couple of free agents that are gonna help them. So I may put my money on them again, but we'll see what happens. Right. Um. Yeah, I just I just look at some of the luck that they had this year. And I, luck's the wrong word. I shouldn't say luck, but some of the things that went their way this year. You know, Burrow gets hurt, right? Um, the Browns they fall apart in that last game, and then I look at you know, Chargers. Herbert goes down. The Chargers have a season from hell, as well. Dolphins get beat up quite a bit, but these are also. I always kind of hate these type of excuses because it's also like that's sports, right? Like mm-hmm. it's like when the Raptors won the championship, right? It's like, well, Durant got hurt. It's like that's sports, man. Like people get hurt, you know. Like Kawhi kind of got hurt, and then mm-hmm. you know the Warriors won the championship, and you say, oh, Kawhi got hurt. That is the journey that you have. You play the full season, and you see how it plays out. I, I never really like to have those excuses as much. Yeah. If the Bengals had a fully healthy Joe Burrow, maybe they win that division. Who knows? Yeah, but then it also comes down like people can make excuses for anything, right? Like, and that's a, and that's the thing about sports. It's, and that's the thing, and that's a prime example with, for example, cowboy fans. Yeah, they can make excuses all the time, right? Like, it's just to me, it does it doesn't take away from whoever makes it and next year they're going to be the same type of shit again so people are going to get hurt people are going to it's going to happen the same way it's who can who can manage to survive when they when their players get hurt are going to be the ones that make it or who mm-hmm. can have players that are actually going to step up so yeah to me it was more just a game plan for for the the ravens that was confusing but hopefully they learn from this. 
Uh, the other game, the NFC Championship. I mean, just heartbreak for for the Lions, but it comes down to um, bad play calling as well for the um, for the Lions there at the end. Like just going going for it when they did with Dan Campbell, just being a little bit too aggressive. My, my least favorite call was when you get down to where you are and you're down there and you run the ball and then you call the timeout because as soon as they called the timeout. Uh-huh. You you signed your own death warrant at that point. That's that's the play I hated the most. I know people talk about the missed kicks and everything like that, and those aren't great. But you had the ball in the five or whatever. There's still about a minute plus, and the timeouts were your greatest equalizer. And uh-huh. then you run the ball instead of just passing it for whatever reason, and then you call the timeout. As soon as you call the timeout, it was done because no matter what, if you don't get the onside kick, you still got the three timeouts. And I and I honestly too, I'm a firm believer. You know, when they were within like the 20 yard, 30 yard line, and they were there, I would have just kicked it there. Because at that time, again, time is your greatest weapon, and you have the timeouts. Just kick it, call those timeouts, and you could probably still get the ball back with a minute. I think. Okay, I agree with you, and I disagree with you at a certain part, right? Because everybody. Everybody is talking about, okay, yeah, he should have called the timeout, whatever. Yeah, I get it. Time management was pretty bad Um, and at that aspect. But the one thing you can see, one thing you can see when it was time was pretty was making the necessary plays when it was things. So, like, yeah, you may have had the timeout, but he on third downs, he was crushing it on third downs whether it was making the right pass or, or rushing. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's a, um, you live and you die by, you live and die by what you done the entire season and what they did. And the what they did in the season was they really went for it on fourth down. And that's exactly what they did in the playoffs. That was their identity. They stuck true to their identity Sometimes there's a too big of a gamble at times. Yeah. I think overall the ones that you're talking about, I think the one where they didn't kick it, they didn't kick it at uh, right before the halftime was the one that was the worst one. Not, not the run play. Cause then when they kicked they it. Potentially, no, when they could have gone for the field goal, mm-hmm. but they went for the fourth, fourth down conversion. Yeah. To me, I think that was the bigger one, not the rush at that point, not the rush at that point. You, you have to, pray a lot of stuff go right Mm -hmm. at least that field goal you would have went up three scores um maybe their confidence level wouldn't have been at the same point because nothing was really working for them but regardless of whatever detroit over accomplished if you think about it this season Mm -hmm. so there's nothing to, there's nothing bad that they can hang their head on on that one. And once again, that might be a next team that, like you see, they draft pretty well. They sign people that fit in with them. I won't doubt that they could win the division again next year. Yeah, I mean, for them, I also look at that division. I'm like, oh, the Packers are coming on. So, I mean, you kind of look at a lot of those things. Like, I do wonder with windows there for the for the lions i mean they the good thing for them is they're just so bloody young right like you know mm-hmm. you look at that you know gib is only in his first year laporte is only in his first year 
Jamison actually started looking like the guy I thought he was at Alabama. So maybe he's okay. starting to turn a corner a little bit. Maybe a big season next year for Jamison Williams. And obviously St. Brown looks good. And, you know, don't put it on golf. Golf looked great. So, you know, it's if anything, I mean, if you talk to a Detroit Lions fan at the start of the season, like, okay, this is what's going to happen. They'd be like, yeah, I'll take it. I mean, you and I can both say this is, you know, um, two teams that have experienced a lot of heartbreak, right? Um, you more than I have in the Super Bowl. Um, but you've also not been in the playoffs as often as others, right? You gave me that path this year, I would 100% take the path the Lions had. I'd be totally fine with that. My team has made the playoffs two times in the last 20 years. So you're telling me, like, we can go to halftime of the, of, the, of, the, of the championship and then we lose? Sign me up. Where do I sign up for this, for the false hope? Let me do it. Exactly. And that's all that that's all that it is, right? It is just they're getting building blocks at this point right now. Once again, they draft really well. Uh, the players that they sign, they don't really sign them for like the big bucks. So like they they actually find people that fit in that system. Yeah. So to me, I think that this is one of those learning experiences. I could see them winning the division again, but I don't know if I see them getting as far again. Yeah. But I could see them winning the division again. Yeah, I could see that too. So, yeah. Uh, and shout, I mean, shouts to the Niners. I mean, I, both games, I thought, you know, the team on the other side, I think I can get more excuses why that team didn't win than why the Niners won. But at the end of the day, like I said, like they won. They won. And at the same time, Brock Purdy did what Brock Purdy was supposed to do, right? Like mm-hmm. he made rushes when he needed to he made throws when he needed to like we can everybody can be like okay that brandon Ayuk play like if that didn't happen we don't know what would have happened but sports is also a part of like being lucky at times is a part of sports so plays like that are gonna happen and that's gonna have an impact on on a game it is for most people, they may not even have made that catch to tell you the truth. No, it would have bounced off the guy's helmet, and yep. they would have dropped it. Yeah, 100%. so like, there's a level of skill and there's a level of luck when it comes to when it comes to sports, and that's exactly what you saw when it came to that. Uh, outside of the Super Bowl, which we'll get to in a bit here, um, both our teams finalized their coaches. Um, yours kind of got the most attention there for a bit because you didn't sign a certain. Uh, William Belichick as your guys' coach or Mike Vrabel, but Raheem Moser was, you know, one of the most sought off coaches and, you know, he's been with the organization before. And I think there's a sense of familiarity there. I think that's why they went back, but I've heard like limited thoughts about you on it and in the, in the group chat, but kind of your, your overall thoughts now about having Raheem there. Uh, I'm a fan of the, I'm a fan of it. I think that, a lot of people like to go back and they look at and they look at, oh, why would you bring back a past coach that didn't really have a lot of success? Yeah, he didn't have a lot of success when he was an interim and didn't really know what his job was going to be. And most yeah. likely it was going to be out after after that year, regardless of what he did. Um, was that tough times during those times for the Falcons? Oh, yeah. Hell yeah. Was it hard yeah. to be a fan during that time? Hell yeah. But what is one thing that he did? He ended up coaching under 
under McVeigh. Probably learn some pointers and stuff from McVeigh on top of that. Uh, Defensive-minded coach that kind of goes along with what we have at this point. Like our really strong point is our defense. Yeah. And right now it looks like we are the Atlanta Rams because we just decided to sign everybody from the Rams. But with that comes a familiarity with Raheem, which I think is why they did that. You spend two years with certain people you built and you have to game plan with them all the time. There's, there's going to be that familiarity. So I don't actually mind it. It was just very wild seeing every coach signed was like a Rams coach. Yeah. I think, you know, you know, I had heard things too, that Arthur blank, that he wanted to bring in Belichick, but the rest of the Atlanta building and staff are like, no, we're good because we've seen what happens. And I think the Raiders were a prime example of what happens when the Patriots ways takes over. And I, as great as Belichick is, and obviously McDaniels is an exact opposite of what a coach is and Belichick is, but I think people have seen the Patriots way from Patricia to McDaniels to Bill O'Brien. And I think that scared a lot of teams away because of seeing the turnover, what the Patriots way can do outside of being in new England. I think I agree and I disagree because when I look at it, I look at it as an aspect where it is you no- normally see the knockoff versions of Belichick try to come in. Yeah. You don't really have the opportunity to get actual Belichick. But to me, I don't know if 72 years, 72 year old Bill Belichick is able to relate to the culture that was that they that the new Falcons are built in. I think if you were to do this, if this was a possibility before Arthur Smith got in there and they needed a coach, then you bring him in to create a culture. Mm-hmm. But you draft, you brought in certain people and you brought in a coach. You brought in a coach that you have familiarity with, and on top of that, you know will relate to the, because we're a fairly young team. Yeah, you brought in a coach that you feel can relate to, really relate to them. So that's that's where the big thing is. Yeah, but I think you guys are in a good position. I like I like the signing. I think that. I think that will be good. We're still at that same issue where it's just trying to figure out what the QB situation is going to be. And they hired a blue devil as the, as the offense, as a quarterback coach. Uh Oh, like Tar Heel. I mean, Tar Heel. Yeah. Tar Heel. Yeah. TJ Yates as the quarterback uh, coach. So let's, just bring him a quarterback that he can work with. And maybe we could get Drake. We could get Drake. Possibility. Yeah. I, some random mock draft said that we were going to be first. I was like, I am not believing this at all. But no. yeah. Uh, we brought AP back. Great. Love it. Then I thought we had Cliff Kingsbury. And <laughs> we didn't. And now we have Luke Getze, who I have no idea what to think about. 
I think that's a good. It's not Cliff, but it's not a bad. It's not a bad. I mean, decision. I guess you know he's blaming. This is why we're not going to get Fields because he's blaming everything of him not getting looked at as a good offensive coordinator on Justin Fields. Oh yeah. So that's uh, rule Justin Fields off of being the Raiders. Um, maybe he's a good quarter. I mean, he he's worked with Aaron Rodgers and the Packers when he was the wide receiver and the quarterback coach there. So Defonte has a good relationship with him. So um, yeah, we'll see where it goes. I mean, I really wanted to nail the offensive coordinator. So hopefully Getsy doesn't piss me off too much. Um, I did find it funny. Like a lot of Cardinals fans and friends that I have were like, you dodge a bullet with Cliff, you dodge a bullet with Cliff. I'm like, and I always do find it interesting when the team that either loses the guy or you gain the guy, the way they talk about that guy to you, right? Because like Ravens people's I know to Seahawks fans like shit, you got Mike McDaniel. Like, and they were like mm-hmm. really mad that he went to the Seahawks. And I told some Seahawks fans that they don't know as many Ravens fans like I do. Like, yeah, you know, this guy is good because Ravens fans are pissed. They lost him. But I also think it depends on where where they're at, right? Yeah. Like, for example, like Cliff, a lot of Cardinal fans are going to be mad at him, but sometimes it depends on your style doesn't just fit every quarterback or yeah. every offense. And isn't he just coming back from USC? Yeah. So, like... He went down there, he coached, he coached the, we can't really knock on the offense of USC as a, as an issue. It was the defense most of the times yeah, that was the problem. Game. So like he went down there, gained an understanding with, gained a better uh, experience with, especially the young guys, how to coach the young players a little bit more, like. It's not that big of a thing. I think a lot of people, because their team did bad when certain coaches are, it's the same reason why I kind of look at Pittsburgh for, why I look at um, Pittsburgh signing Arthur Smith. Mm-hmm. Like at one point I was going to be like, oh, that's a pretty dumb signing. But then when I kind of thought about it, I was like, well, what's the one thing that he really focuses on doing? The run. Mm-hmm. And what does Pittsburgh really want to do? Run. So like, yeah. It's kind of a matchup. Yeah. You can't really think. Now, if he goes there and he does crap, oh, yeah, hell yeah, go back and flame him some more. But you know the reason why certain people bring certain people there. I actually liked pretty much all the coaching hires. Dan Quinn was the only one I was questionable about, to be honest. Um, I thought maybe Washington should go with someone a little bit younger and unknown. Instead of bringing Dan Quinn in, but I mean, you have experience with him. What did you think about uh, them bringing in him to Washington? Um, I think that Dan Quinn probably thought that this was he, his year to take over Cowboys, Dallas. Yeah, and I and think it's that, secretly Belichick next year. Yeah, and we'll, it's either Belichick or Vrabel next year. Yeah. Like it's not going to be, it's not going to be McCarthy, and I think that kind of the writing was on the wall at that point when yeah. they brought McCarthy back for one more year. And so yeah. Dan Quinn was like, all right, I'm out. Like, yeah. And I think at that point, Washington was kind of desperate. I don't necessarily know why Dan Quinn took that job. 
because they did trade away like their best defensive players. Yeah. But maybe it was that he thought that he can kind of just reestablish everything through the draft. Like they have a high draft pick. They have a couple draft picks like yeah. that way, but I wouldn't have taken that job after after you trade Chase Young and you trade Sweats. Like Yeah, and it's interesting too for the Washington team because there is that petition and there's some rumors that they are going to be the Redskins again. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. But I think at this point right now, they have support from ownership. Yeah. Well, I think the one thing I've seen that I kind of like is that a kickback, there's a percentage, because uh, an indigenous group was in charge of being uh, wanting the name back as well. And yeah. I think one of the negotiation things was that an indigenous group would get profits from merchandise. Okay. So that makes me feel a little bit better about it. It's still not an ideal name. Hey, if if the indigenous community is the one kind of advocating it at some point, yeah. Who are who are we to say different, right? Like exactly. The only a lot of people have outrage for other people other people's stuff, but yeah. If they are asking for it, it's you just gotta respect it. Yeah. All right. Shall we talk about this? Let's talk about it. Super Bowl. Um, so we got all the prop bets I'm gonna line up here for you. If I'm missing right. some, let me know. Like, do you have you got any prop bets that you've like found that you like particularly like? I haven't really paid attention to any of the bets, to tell you the truth. Uh, I wasn't gonna look at them until Saturday. So yeah. Yeah. So I normally what I do here is I normally um like I have like a you know board and then I take a grade and everything like that who wins. I'm still kind of working on it. So we'll right. probably just go like through a handful of these and I'll still probably get the full one afterwards. So we're kind of like doing them a little bit in the pod. Like if you have any you want to add, let me know. Yeah. Um, I got to find the, the one on here. What was that for the Anthem? The Anthem length. Who's doing the Rebo. Anthem again? It's Rebo, Rebo right? Yeah. yeah. Um, I want is the National Anthem. I cannot find that right now. I'll come back to that one. Uh, All right. Coin toss. Where are you going? Heads. Yeah, you always go heads? I don't always go heads. I just think that this one is going to be heads. Yay, let's go heads for you. Um, I'm not going to go yet. Then who wins the coin toss? Niners. Niners. What's the Gatorade color? I should get the I should find out the favorite for you. Uh red. Red. Okay. You're going by the default, eh? Going by the default. Yeah. Will Kelsey propose? No. No, I'm going yes. This has been my thing. Well, okay, let me just put this on there. I guess, you know, the proposal is saying if they win or if they don't win, if they don't win hundred percent, no, if they do, do your odds change a little more? If they do, I'm going no either way. Okay. There are some reports that they already are engaged. And I don't know if I believe those or not. And just let those people be them. Thing. Like mm-hmm. if the relationship doesn't work out, it's mainly because the media just won't stay out of it. 
All right. Um, halftime Super Bowl show. Are you going over or under nine and a half songs from Usher? Nine and a half. It's a 13 minute one. I'm going over. What's the first song? First song. I've been struggling with this. I've gone between three. First song, I am going to go with. My Boo. My Boo. Okay. I think yeah is too fucking obvious. Yeah is going to be the last song. I keep on going to Oh My God. Yeah, it's bigger than Oh My God. I know it's bigger, but I'm saying to start it off with. Oh My God to start it off with, I could work. Yeah. I'm literally going between two songs. It's either My Boo, and it's only just, and that's like a half song where he just goes, where he just brings in the thing. He doesn't actually do the verse. Yeah. Or, um, Uh, my way. Another Usher song here that I'm forgetting right now. Usher. Essentials. You remind me. No, I want to start with you. You remind me. I like it my beat. I'm like, I. So I had two songs that I was going between for him, right? It was uh, My Way or My Boo, or it would be You Don't Have to Call. Yeah, I was thinking of that one. DJ got us falling in love. I don't think he does that until like in the set. I don't even know if he does that one. Yeah, I don't know if he does that either. Yeah is last, because that's going to get all the moms excited. It's like, oh, I know this song. Yeah, like, hands down. Confessions would be dope if he does that. Or you got it bad. He'll do you got it bad, right? You got it bad. You got it bad has to be done. Uh trading places possibly would get done. Yeah. Uh my way. You don't have to call. Yeah. Uh OMG. Maybe good good. Love in this club. Thing potentially love in the club it yeah. depends on if he decides to bring features out because that's where that's, that's where the next question really, yeah that's the next question will there be a guest i think there'll be a guest i don't know who the guest would be though i think there will yeah. be a guest luda it might be to do yeah yeah luda and maybe or, there, you don't, do you there you go John? there you go it potentially could be lovers and friends to kick it off Mm, that would be that would be dope to start it off with. Yeah. Um Taylor Swift camera shots over under four and a half. Over. I think they're gonna score. I think it's gonna be a high scoring game. Yeah. Who gets the first TD team wise? First TD, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Casey. Casey. Who has more receiving yards? 
This is all team questions, not players. Yeah. Uh, receiving yards. I'm gonna go. 49ers. Who has more rushing yards? I'm gonna go. I'm actually gonna go 49ers. Yeah. Yeah, we'll see and see. Mm. Uh more okay. Um, and that's all I got right now. The rest I'll come back to. Right. When I when I complete it, I'll send you the rest. Yeah. Um so overall. Where are you going? I'm going with 49ers to win this. I am as well. Uh, I think. I think they're. I think they're taking this game a lot more serious. And I think that. For a team like the media to me has helped has helped motivate the 49ers more than if it was just a regular game because it seems yeah. like they're taking all the Brock Purdy conversations. Yeah, there's still the up and down. Yeah, there's still the up and down of like, I mean, you talk about that Lions game. There was like, oh, well, they need a new quarterback next year. Should they go get Justin Fields? Should they trade for Caleb Williams? Should they do this? Like before he came back and did what he did, that was going on on, on Twitter and your conversations with friends and stuff like that. I know even Nick and I were like, I don't know, like maybe Purdy wasn't the answer. So he's got a lot to prove with that. Like, and just like, him being he, Mr. Relevant. But does he? That's the that's the question. Like, God honest truth. Like, does he? Because I uh was it um Kyle Shanahan, right? Did like an interview where he was like, No, the owner. The owner came out and said, like Kyle came to him and they were talking about the relationship between him and Kyle and Kyle was, and this was last season. And he was like, our best quarterback is our fourth string quarterback at this point. Yeah. But they're, but they're paying Jimmy G they're paying, they traded three draft picks to get Trey Lance. Like, yeah. So I don't know. And the way how the locker room respects that guy. Yeah. Like, does he really have, because Right now, if you kind of look at it, he's in the same, he's on that same projection career wise, not stat wise or anything like that. Don't get it twisted. I'm not going crazy like that. But two years, two conferences, conferences, one championship, one Super Bowl. Like, that's what Pat Mahomes started off as. I thought you were going to say Brady because Brady also did that. No, I'm going to go. Uh, I believe so. Yeah. But like, for me, it's like it just shows you kind of like the media game, right? Mm-hmm. Because he wasn't a top pick, and he's not getting paid whatever. Like, the quick question is: Is he the is he the guy? Because that's what everybody wants to talk about. Who is yeah. the guy? Who's not the guy? Who's whatever? But two years last pick in the draft uh potentially could have beat the eagles last year if the whole team didn't go down like there's so much there's so much stuff with it and the only reason why people are so quick to question is because he's not a first round or second round pick like 
Yeah, like just a game. I, when, the way he used his legs was crazy. I was like, I didn't know Brock had that. Is Brock? Brock seemed like in that, that second half. It seemed like the team went to him and said, "Brock, we know what you can do. Yeah, you're our guy. You know, we know what you can do. Go out there and do it." And it looked, and he was a different Brock Purdy in that second half than he was in that first half. Hundred percent. I think, I think two weeks, two weeks of a person like George Kittle kind of telling him what you're gonna expect going into this game, what it's like playing the Chiefs in the playoffs in the Super Bowl. Like these are all important things that can kind of calm him down compared to somebody that has never been there, which is what Detroit Lions were, where they're a yeah. young team. And the, really, the only person that really kind of been there was CJ and Goff. Yeah. Compared to, like, pretty much a 49ers team that's been there before. Yeah, same with so, the Packers. Yeah. So, like, to me, that's why I say Brock, to me, Brock doesn't really have much to prove. And it feels like they've been knocking at the door for so long. Mm-hmm. There's so much legacy stuff on the line here, as you're well aware. Shanahan. Mm-hmm. There's so much stuff for Shanahan on the line with everything that happened in the Super Bowl for him and not just being a, like he's just a game managing coach, right? And Brock's just a game managing quarterback. Trying to both take that narrative away. CMC supplants him pretty much. CMC's already probably, if he retired today, is a Hall of Famer, but this is done oh, yeah. after yeah. if he wins the Super Bowl here and, you know, Kittle. Trying to establish himself and with Debo and Ayuk. I mean, you had all the stuff with Debo wanting to be traded from this team. Um, you look at the defensive line and everything they have, you look at the offensive line. Like, there's a lot of players in this team that are just looking to hit something that they haven't been able to hit yet. That, you know, they've been knocking on the door. They lost that game to the Rams and lose that game to the Eagles. Like, they've been coming for this. They just, it, and then they had the Super Bowl game in hand against KC. Like, they kind of probably look at the the Chiefs and be like, everything the Chiefs are, this could have just as easily been us. Mm-hmm. Like they have, they were what one overthrow away yeah. from winning against the Chiefs, and one overthrow from winning against the Rams. Against the Rams, they yeah. were five injuries pretty much against the Eagles, like yeah. in, in the first half, pretty much. Like yeah. it is. They've had a string of bad luck, and it seems like this is the year to get over those bad luck. Yeah, it's 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 their time. And I mean, I look at that KC team, and like that, yeah, the defense is still good. And I mean, I am hesitant. I, I'm picking San Francisco, but I am hesitant because I kind of you know have the number one rule now: do not bet against Patrick Mahomes because he is showing me consistently. Why would you bet against me? Specifically because you know you do wonder if this is Andy Reid's last season. This is Travis Kelsey's last season. And they know that, that they are playing for Travis Kelsey to go out of the Super Bowl and Andy Reid to go out in the Super Bowl. And by the way, if Andy Reid retires and the idea of Vrabel or Belichick coaching this team is absolutely terrifying. <laughs> it was just like, oh yeah, we lose Andy Reid, but we can get Vrabel or Bill Belichick. Great. They're definitely not getting Belichick. Most likely if they were going to go with somebody, it would be Vrabel. Yeah, but it's still scary. Or, or to tell you the truth, that might be the chance that where they finally where the enemy finally gets a I would hope so gets a head coaching job right I would um, hope so because he's been yeah it's bullshit he should have one yeah and now. he's he's one of 
he's one of their own. Yeah. Right. So like, um, yeah, no, like overall, I think that this game really could be any, it could go either way. For me, the one bet that I do have, I just did one where it was, I have CMC, CMC scoring and over 47 and a half points. Well, the line went because, down, hey? Uh, yeah, the line went open, down. Whole point. It was open. It opened up at two and a half. So it went to one but, and a half now. Yeah, it's a pick em game. Like it's literally. A, but they a don't pick do pick em's anymore. Like Vegas doesn't no. do pick em's anymore. They just don't. Like they'll, if no, anything, they'll drag it. It. I say the line gets down to one. I don't even know if it gets down to half point. It probably gets down to one. It gets Niners down to one. one. Yeah. It, it opened yeah, at no, two and a half or three. I can't remember. Two and a half, right? It opened at? It was two and a half. It dropped, yeah. it dropped uh, one. Yeah. But, yeah, no. It is... Um, to me, it's going to be a really good game. Uh, yeah, it will be. Yeah. Uh, I was asked by a few, like, invited out to a few different ones for it. And I was like, I don't know, man. I may just kick it at home just because. Sometimes it's better to watch sports by yourself. Like, like sometimes, legitimately. Yeah. Like, sometimes when you have, when, like, Super Bowl is, like, those parties there. But then you always end up going to somebody's house that doesn't really watch the sport. And then they're just talking throughout the whole thing. Or, or they're only there for the halftime show. So then they just keep talking until the halftime show happens. And then you're yeah. kind of like, yeah, I'm trying to like really enjoy the game. Exactly. And I want to be able to drink as much as I really want to and not have to go. feel like I need to Uber somewhere to get home <laughs> or yeah. whatever. So, yeah, like I don't really know exactly what my plan is going to be. You got to save but... your first social skills for my WrestleMania party this year. Yeah, WrestleMania. I, yeah, because I missed it last year. Yeah, I'm doing so, a full WrestleMania party this year. Yeah, so as long as, long as the roles are good, then I'll be there. Yeah, I mean, um, I, I would say, well, it's April. It should be. <laughs> it's it is Calgary, so yeah, you you never know. That might be like the last winter the last storm hurrah, that we get yeah. here. So I mean, and like you know, for me, like as a Raider fan, it's been really weird. Like the the Raider fans kind of going back and forth of who they're going to root for. I ultimately, I don't, then I kind of realized, why do I have to root for a team? I don't have to root for a team. I could just watch. I would say I, the Niners are hated because of the Raiders and the Niners in the Bay, but I don't, I don't live in the Bay. Uh So the Niners don't really mean shit to me. I I see them every four years. So I don't really have a hatred or a dishatred of the Niners. I just don't really give a shit the way that I'd hate the Broncos or the Chiefs or the Chargers. Like, is there, like, you know, being a Falcons fan out here, is there a team that the Falcons hate that you're just like, well, yeah, I guess I get that for people that live in Atlanta, but, like, I don't give a shit? Uh, for me, or it's is the it mainly Saints. just your conference. Yeah, yeah it's like, it's the a Saints. conference, right? Yeah. Like, it's it's kind of just comes down to that. But, like, it's, like, if Baker was in the, in the, the Super Bowl, yeah, I would want Baker to win. Yeah. Like I, I feel like for all the struggle that he's gone through, whatever. Sometimes it's just a good story, like thing. But once your team's eliminated, I hate like the fans are like, oh, if you cheer for somebody in your conference, then you're not really a true fan to whatever. Or if you cheer for somebody that is a rival, you're not really a true fan. It's like, all right, my team's not in, your team's not in, <laughs> like. 
I'm going to be watching the game. I'm going to be probably one of a hundred million people that are going to watch this game. So I don't necessarily need to cheer for a team. I might cheer for a team because I put a bet down and I want them to, I want to win some money, but overall, I don't really care who wins, wins the game. Yeah. I more care about me winning my bet at this point. So, yeah, I mean, I would never say, you know, if someone wants, like, if, you know, the Saints made the Super Bowl and you want to cheer for the Saints, I'd be like, that's weird. But, hey, you do yeah. you. Um, like, I will never root for the Broncos, the Chiefs, and the Super Bowl because I absolutely despise them. Sports hate. You know, like, uh-huh. it, it's, it's just weird to call it. Like, I remember when, God rest his soul, Demarius Thomas passed. And I was like, oh, man. That one really hurt me because he was a Raider killer. But I just, it was like, man, this guy just kicked our ass. And I had, but I, you know, when he was off the Broncos, I was like, man, nothing but respect. Like you kicked our ass so many times and just like nothing but respect, man, for kicking our ass so many Mm -hmm. times. And it's just like, oh, I wish, you know, you could have seen better days. And, you know, it was such a bummer to me just being like, this guy was a Raider killer, but I had nothing but respect for him being on our division. And then there was like a lot of pride towards that. So I do think there's a side of that too, right? Because I'm sure like uh, there's guys on the Saints and the Bucks um, that in the, in the Panthers, you're like, man, that guy annoyed the shit out of me for so many years, but man, respect. Like he killed us. Oh, yeah. Drew Brees, yeah. right? Like Drew Brees was always one of those, one of those guys for me. Uh, Brady, when he went over to Tampa, like, yeah. There's so many different there's so many different players and stuff like that that you're you can be like, man, like I don't want to root for that guy. Like sports hate is a real hate, but the difference is you respect them as a player. Yeah, like, like I, I think I don't like Patrick Mahomes. I sports hate Patrick Mahomes, but yeah. I don't want anything bad to happen to him. I hope he can get out of that game and be good and all that kind of stuff. And that's where and I think that's the level of like responsibility that that people are supposed to have like i think the way else some people talk about people on social media and stuff like yeah, that. yeah we'll talk about ugly. it for the for wrestling, wrestling show we'll talk about like, that but what happened to the rock's daughter this week is unacceptable yeah. Un, completely unacceptable and you can sport hate it's fun to sport hate but don't make that sport hate turn into real life hate like just like just when i say like i hate the chiefs or i hate travis kelsey I sports hate them because Travis Kelsey yeah. kills us when yeah. Travis Kelsey, Travis Kelsey retires this year and he does like become like an action star. I'm going to become one of the biggest Travis Kelsey fans out there. Cause I, the I, I find the guy hilarious. He's his podcast is hilarious. He still listens to his pod. You do all that stuff. Like it's yeah. just, um, yeah, you just sports hate. And I think that's where people get it confused. Like you can, everyone has a voice, whether it's, on the podcast or on social media or whatever, you can literally be like, yo, I hate playing this guy or I, or I hate this guy on the field. There's a difference when, when that's when the, what you're saying is completely different from that, where you kind of make it seem like you hate the person in real life. Like just, yeah. just, you don't know the person, the person never done anything to you just because your team couldn't beat them yeah. or whatever. Like, Chill should remind everybody, do you know who the last team to beat Kansas City was? In the Super Bowl? No, just this season. Wasn't it you guys? 
yeah yeah, yeah let's go so yeah, yeah i will i will i will passionately root against kansas city because I, I i swore to kansas city and i also don't want kansas i mean it's a little different for me this year senator because they're in our locker room <laughs> They're in our locker room, and I can't have them celebrating in our locker room. That would just tear me apart. But it's also like I thought Max Wait, or isn't, said, like, isn't 49ers in the locker room? They're in UNLV. Mm, okay. Yeah. Chiefs are in ours. There was a misunderstanding, but I think it was Max or someone said, like, fuck it, let them win. That just motivates us more next year that they won in, oh, our, yeah. in our locker room. They, they, they covered the shield. Yeah. They covered the shield. Like Chris Jones is in Max Crosby's locker and all that kind of stuff. Like that motivates us. They won in our locker room. That pisses us off. In some ways, mm-hmm. I'm kind of like, yeah, maybe I kind of want KT to win because it's just going to be extra fuel for AP to like get to the guys. Like they won in our locker room. This Chiefs logo and Chiefs Kingdom was in our locker room. Yeah, just think about that speech APs would give. I know. I don't want the Chiefs to win, but I was like, okay, well, they do. That's like not the worst case thing for motivation speech. I I am picking San Francisco, and I am I'm I'm not rooting for anyone. I don't that that kind of that's where we start. Like I don't understand why you have to root for someone. Like Falcons aren't in it, Raiders aren't in it. We don't have no rooting interest. We're just rooting for a good game. As corny as that might Mm -hmm. sound, that's all I kind of want. I don't really like either one of these teams specifically, but there is players I'm rooting for that you know. I'm not gonna lie to you. I might I might have a show on. And have like the game oh, on, yeah. on like a, on like a oh, yeah. on mute, but like is curve gonna be on by this curve won't curve will be probably on afterwards. Curves, I think curves right at the end, like at the ceremony part. Right, right. Shouts to curve going to Atlanta, amazing. Oh yeah, I loved it. Um, but I might start watching uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. Yeah, during that time. Yeah, and and have that game on and then unmute it when the halftime show starts. Yep. And then go back to muting and then keep watching. Like I like I like your I like the the vibe you got going. Yeah, like it's like I don't necessarily need to have the full commentary. Like I said, I do like to watch sports by myself at times. But that's also because I will also have something else on and yeah. I'm not a hundred percent focus just on the game. Like I yeah, like to that's kind of what that's kind of where I'm yeah. going with this. I think it'll be a fun game and try to take away our last NFL game because we got the UFL coming up, baby. Exactly. And hopefully, hopefully all the stuff with WWE doesn't affect the <laughs> UFL. Not. Okay. Hopefully not. So yeah, uh we'll be back. Uh I'm not sure, like sometime after the Super Bowl, and then we'll kind of recap. We thought about the Super Bowl. Hopefully, Coach and Nick will be able to join us in that. And then uh, take a minor break off minor for break. 7K. And then uh, it'll be off-season time. We'll talk about off-season. And then uh, it'll be draft time. And then, yeah, then it'll be a longer break from that. So it's, Also, uh, I just want to let everybody know, while we're on this mini break after this one, Love is Blind is coming back on Valentine's Day. There you go. Which means I already Cass already gave me the call. So keeping Uh-oh. up with the senator will be back. Let's to review, go. Uh to review. Um Love is Blind. She is currently in Cali right now. So we're gonna break it up a little thing. So we're gonna do three episodes each week. So it'll nice. be five weeks that we're gonna be recording it, just going over all the stuff. So Make sure to tune in. And you and I got to do 
on uh, this Bianca and uh, Tez show. We got a yeah, yeah. Have you seen anything 11, of it yet? Eleven WWE. Haven't watched it yet. No, I haven't seen that um, either. I just finished Clone High this week, so that was my main show. Oh man, that's that's on my tablet. You um, know what? And I know we're supposed to talk about this season of Clone High. We're back. We're all the way okay. back. We're back to okay. the 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 what Clone High was always supposed to be. We're all the way back. Okay, perfect. So yeah, yeah. I'm gonna. I I got that there. Um, there's a few shows that I'm watching at this. Yeah, point all right of a sudden now, there's so... a crap ton of shows. <laughs> so it's like, it what is. the hell? So it's much ins- stuff all of a sudden. It's insane right now. So like, yeah, yeah but no, I have Clone High on my tablet. One nice. like when I get a day at work where it's not as busy, like yeah. I'm gonna go through the series, the season. Yeah, I was very happy with the season. But everyone enjoy the Super Bowl this week. Uh, we will have another wrestling podcast coming this week. Mm-hmm. Um uh shouts to Senator for sharing the solo pod. Appreciated that, bud. And uh shouts to everyone in the uh the nice comments for doing the solo pod. Sometimes, you know, like we will just do a solo pod if one of us feels like we could, and then I was just, you know, driving home from uh from work and I'm like, okay, this is too big for us not to talk about. <laughs> I gotta talk about I- this. This yeah, you. I saw it posted, and I was like, "This guy could not wait to talk about this." And <laughs> I think I, I think I saw it like in the morning, the next morning, and I was like, "Oh, this guy was serious." And then, just going off of what we were talking in the group chat, I was like, "All right, I need to go listen to this because if if it's if this is a venting session, like this is gonna be." A whole I thought I did thing. pretty but, good. No, you did. You did. You did good. I thought, but you know how you get when you get yeah. when you get like excited at time and yeah. passionate at times. You're yeah. just like, all right, we're gonna think. So I was like, all right, I just hope it doesn't come off like that. But um, no, you did. You did really good on that one. Um, shout out to my boy, Mister Cool. Uh, he was the one that I did that that podcast with. Yeah, it was really for, good for us. We got to bring him on for Mania. Yeah, he's thing he also hit me up and he said that he's trying to do one where it's kind of half english and half uh french because oh, i like it the french people in because he's in montreal so, so i actually him. really like that yeah so uh we're we're looking at doing something once a month nice there uh so once once we know all the details and stuff but that's something to look out for yeah and yeah, there's a few, there's a few things. We're just, we're just trying to get things organized right now. Yeah. Well, as much as the football stuff stops, like the wrestling stuff, I might even amp it up to two a week. We'll see. Well, it's going to, it's going to get crazy right now. Like overall, I think there's so much stuff that there's so much pods on the Fresh Take Network alone where it, it just gets a lot. And I think for now until, until, summertime like because summertime is when we when everybody gets busy so we We kind of take it we kind of chill i think like you just because 7k is ending doesn't mean that you shouldn't stay tuned to the fresh state network because there's so much stuff on there absolutely everyone uh enjoy the super bowl this week we'll be back and uh until next time folks cheers and enjoy the day Thank you for listening to the Fresh Take Network. Follow us on social media platforms at Fresh Take 42.